Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. These words were the opening to Owen Hart's entrance music in the WWE. And while that seems cliche, that's the point that we're at now. If you've listened to the last few episodes, we've talked about being honest with yourself, being honest with other people, learning where your hurts are, being willing to accept them. Now it's time we start doing something about it. We're not just thinking about it. We're not just figuring it out. We're not just talking about it. Now we're going to start doing things. Welcome to the Single Parent Preacher. My name is Alex. Now this is an important transition point. Because I know in my life, I have been aware of issues. I've known there, I have certain character flaws. And somebody would say, well, you're kind of like this. I'm like, yeah, I know. But I wouldn't actively do anything about it. But now that there's this new identity, this new situation, I have to. We have to. It's not enough to sit and go, yeah, I know. If you spent the time and you figured out some areas of your life where you hurt and it causes something to happen in your life and other people say, hey, is this a problem? Like, are you struggling with this? And you say, yeah, but you're not doing anything about it. That's a problem. So we're going to talk super high level. The next few episodes are going to be about changes we can make. Active, practical things that we can do. And the first thing we have to do is start doing it. We have to accept that things are new and that we can make changes. Because you're not in that situation anymore. You are not with someone who maybe has hurt you or someone you couldn't trust. If you're on the more tragic side, they're just not there anymore. So things are different. And you don't have to keep doing the things that you did when you were in that situation anymore. It's time to develop new habits. And Paul talks about this a little bit. In Philippians 3, Paul goes over all of the things that he is, that he's been. He's a Pharisee, circumcised, tribe of Benjamin, Hebrew of Hebrews, persecutor of the church. He was the man. That's a paraphrase of verses 4 and 5. Verse 7, he says, But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. All of these things that he had gained over his life, he counted as loss for pursuing God. He goes on to talk about getting to know God more. How giving up these things allows him to pursue God in a deeper fashion. And I want to read 12 through 14 because that's where I really want to focus in for us. Verse 12, not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own. 
because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. But one thing I do, if you've tuned everything else out up to this part, tune in now. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Now, Paul is talking about who he's been, his accolades. When he was the man, he had an encounter with Christ and realized that Jesus is God. It doesn't matter that he's the man because the man does not equal God. But this concept of forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, that's something that we need. Now, we'll never forget, much like Paul clearly has not forgotten who he was or what he did. We will never forget the story that brought us to this point, nor should we. It is what makes us who we are. It is our testimony, is the thing that when we talk to other people, we can show God's healing, transformative power in our lives. So we can't forget, but we also can't let it hold us back. I'm going to say it again. You are not in that situation anymore. You don't have to be trapped by it anymore. But we resist change. We've been in this life, in this situation for so long that even though it has so dramatically changed, these little changes seem scary. We want to keep as much familiarity as possible, but we can't let fear stop us from progressing. Fear is a ball and chain on our ankle that can hold us back. There is a difference between being prudent and being fearful. There's a difference between being vigilant and avoiding out of being afraid. We talked in the last episode about being vigilant to make sure that we are taking in good things and keeping out the bad things. We need to not act in fear or, in a lot of cases, be inactive because of fear. Matthew 6.34 says this. We're going to go back to Matthew 6 more than a few times in the next few episodes. But 6.34 says this, Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. We worry so much about, if I change this about my life, if I change this about the way that I live, then it's going to have this major impact going forward. Yeah, that's the point. Some things won't be that major. Some things will. When I came to the point that I knew things weren't going to work out, and I started working on my budget, I started to figure out what can I cut. The first thing I got rid of? Live TV. Well, cable TV. I actually signed up for a streaming live TV service, which I then eventually got rid of. Because I realized something. I don't watch live TV. I stream everything, and I stream it all afterwards. Now, that's a financial 
thing. But it's something that I could not have done before. Sometimes you have to start with little changes like that. Those changes are small. Maybe they're financially based. Maybe they're just time based. You just don't have time to do an activity anymore. But they're not unimportant. They are steps that you're taking to make your life better, to make your children's life better. So start small. Look at your budget. Are there things you're currently paying for that you don't use? You had it because you used it together, or maybe they used it, but now you're paying for something that is just wasting your money. Get rid of it. If you can, get rid of it. Start small. Are there places you used to go or things you used to do together that now maybe they're too painful? Maybe you don't have the money. Maybe you don't have the time now. Don't go. I know this seems like common sense, but just don't go. And don't feel guilty about not going. Because in saying no to these things, it gives you the opportunity to do something new. A few episodes ago, I talked about making the time. There are things you don't need to be doing anymore that are taking up your time that you then can devote to these new things. This is where that starts. Find those things and then don't do them anymore. Maybe you don't want to start small. You sit down and you're God, I am ready to do this thing. Okay. Start looking at how you behave. Start looking at the attitudes that you carry about yourself and about other people. How many of them align with what God says about them, what God says about you, what you believe about you. Do they line up? Or are you still operating with the thoughts of someone else? Somebody else has said these things about you, and now you believe them, but they are fundamentally not true. If you don't want to start small, this is where you start. The most important thing is that you do start because you're not who you were when you were in the middle of your story of pain. Even if you're still in the middle of proceedings to resolve situations, you're not who you were when you started. Things have fundamentally changed. You can't be the same person anymore. And how you allow that change to transform your life is going to have a major impact on how you view the world, on how you view God, on how you can take care of your kids, on how you view opportunities, and if you decide to, how you view a potential new partner. You're in the process of becoming somebody new. I am in the process of becoming somebody new. Paul says something very important in Philippians that I want to go back to real quick. He says, not 
that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Paul wanted to know Jesus, wanted to know the power in his resurrection and would go through anything. But Paul, Paul who we look at as one of the heroes of the faith, is saying, I'm pressing on. I'm pushing through. I keep straining to go for that. As I record this, I haven't made it. I struggle every day to heal a little bit more, to change a little bit more. I battle my insecurities every day, my pain every day. I have not obtained it. I am not perfect. But I press forward because I know God has something for me. That if I keep doing the work and I keep in relationship with Him, that there is something for me every day. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Don't worry about a year from now. Don't worry about six months from now. When we're talking about personal transformation stuff, we're about today. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You can only deal with today. You can only deal with what is happening right now. And what is happening right now is you can be healing. You can be becoming a new person. God can be transforming your life and healing your heart. That can happen today if you let him. If you decide enough is enough and it's time for a change, that change can start today. Let's pray. God, we thank you that you have the power to change us. We thank you for the opportunity to become better. We pray that you would heal us, that you would guide us, you would show us what you want us to do today, how we can heal today. Let us always be pursuing the healing that you have because you have made us your own. Pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You can find me on Twitter at SPPreacherPod. You can email me at thesingleparentpreacher at gmail.com. If you like the show, if you find it helpful, please go to iTunes, go to Google Play, go to whatever, rate it, view it. It is how other people find the show outside of us telling other people that the show exists. Which, by the way, if you find the show useful, tell somebody. If you know somebody who needs hope, tell somebody. If you know somebody who needs hope, you don't even have to tell them about the show. Tell them about Jesus. Because that's where the hope is. And if after you tell them about Jesus, you feel like you should tell them about the show, tell them about the show. So until next time, don't wait until tomorrow. Today is the day for change.